are listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. A level-headed movie critic meets a loud-mouthed movie cynic. And action! All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, we've got something interesting, something uh, that I believe we've mentioned before. We're going to go into a little bit more detail about today. But James, what is our topic of discussion today? Crutch movies. Crutch movies. You know. Actually, no, we don't know. What <laughs> I think you made that up. So what, what are we I talking did. about today, James? What is a crutch movie? What, Kyle, what's going on? I coined the term okay. crutch movie. Very I'm humble. Gonna, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to save the, the, the full story for the end of this podcast, oh, how I came up with this term. Uh, but we have mentioned in previous podcasts, and I confused Kyle the first time I mentioned it, and now it's worth explaining again. Absolutely. What do I mean by crutch movie? A crutch movie is essentially a go-to movie. It's the movie that you say, you know what? I'm in such and such mood. I'm going to watch this. Mm. Or you know what? This time of the year is rolling around. I got to watch this. It's the go-to. It's the uh, the thing that keeps you up when you need it to. It's the crutch. That's it's exactly it's right. something that you watch repeatedly. It's something that you recommend to others. It's something that got you through something. Mm-hmm. You're picking up what I'm putting down, yeah, Kyle? you know it if you've got one. All right. You, if you're, if you're yep, a cinephile, that's a thing. Yep, you've, that's you've a got thing. one and you know what we're talking about at this point. So uh, when I was compiling my list of crutch films, James, uh, I, I noticed something. What did you notice? I noticed a, uh, a little bit of a trend here that they were definitely associated with moods that I was in. Oh. Moods and those equated to genres that I wanted to be uh be immersed in in those moments so i I noticed that my list was kind of forming this genre categorization um but also as you a little bit mentioned um holiday kind of categorization as well so it's definitely due to where we are in the year and what's going on in the world uh there's there's go-to's for that as well absolutely well for example we're in october now right absolutely um a crutch movie during halloween time for me is Halloween. Do you have a Christmas go-to? Charlie Brown Christmas. Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. I think I think the nation's crutch movie during Christmas time is a Christmas <laughs> story, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. running on what TLC for a million hours in or, a row, or TBS or TNT, <laughs> yeah, or something whatever. like that. Yeah, some acronym. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've got some uh, some crutches for the holidays as well, and they they seem to be focused around when I was a kid, kind of those animated ones. I'm sure that. Uh, that makes sense. The Charlie Brown Christmas, Charlie Brown Halloween, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Ooh, Brown. Yeah. You know, all of those. Yes. Um, another one that I had, these were, um, I loved Christmas movies when I was a kid. So, um, and you'll know what I'm talking about. I don't even remember what the real titles to these films are because I was, think I was young and I like kind of made up my own titles <laughs> to them. But I was like, hey, mom, I want to watch that movie with this thing, you know, um, with the heat miser and the snow miser. You know what I'm talking about? The uh, Those animated like 70s Christmas, yes. like, kind of claymation-y films. Yeah, stop motion. Yeah, right. Rudolph is one of them. Absolutely. Frosty the Snowman's another yep. one. There's one around Rudolph saving the baby New Year. Yeah, there's. Uh, I think one is A Year Without a Santa Claus was a really good one. Um, I think that had the, the heat miser and snow miser. And, and, uh, if you haven't seen it, you got to see it. It's great. Um, but anyway, yeah, some to those weird 70s uh stop motion animated hey, that, holiday film they were excellent those are great and i'm not a big fan of pixar and what's the other like DreamWorks? no whatever whatever's cranking out all these movies that are all the same nowadays everything from nemo to the incredibles oh. all, i don't watch them you grew up with them there's a huge oh, generation man. gap here 
And so I'll I'll stick to Rudolph and Frosty any day over Nemo and fucking uh, the Madagascar penguins. You know, yeah. like anyway. Well, we'll I love have it. To, we'll have I to have it. a discussion about that because um the there's definitely differences in a lot of the children's movies that are coming out recently. <laughs> and yeah, they're uh, more for adults. I think uh, I think Pixar does a fantastic job of keeping them relevant and with really good stories. But I have my. Uh, my problems with a lot of things, oh. such as the penguins you mentioned, or <laughs> Madagascar. I'm a grumpy old guy. I, I like, know. I don't watch any right. of it. All right, let, let's let's keep it going. Yeah, so let's hit up our, our main crush movie. So I'm I'm gonna ask you straight up, right? I don't even know if you prepped for this question, but do you have like a crutch movie go to for any occasion where you're like, I've been scrolling through Netflix for thirty minutes. You know the feeling. I don't know what to watch. Is there something you'll just put on, even if in the background while you try to think of something else to watch? Well, no. And I'll hey, what a great podcast. Right? Excellent, yeah, no. Close, what, a, what a great <laughs> open-ended question. And no, on no. that note. No. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Join us next time. No, yeah. I don't have Netflix, Kyle. Oops. But I have one in my collection right now. It's a $1 bootleg from Ecuador. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, but it, don't worry about it. It's it's a recent movie, and, and so I, it's not my go-to every time because I don't really have a go-to every single time. Mm-hmm. I used to, and I'll tell you that one at the end. There's okay. a teaser. All right. But right now, it's a movie called Warrior. Have you oh. heard of this? Yes, I have. Tom Hardy, right? Yeah, it's a, believe it or not, it's a mixed martial arts movie that is done very well. It's very tasteful. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? I have not seen it, but... I've heard wow. good things, and I wanted to see it when it came out, but that was one that I missed. In Believe it or not, mo- a lot of people call it like a modern-day Rocky because it's handled in a similar fashion. All Interesting. That. But if I'm all alone and and I say, you know what, I don't have that very very many. Ugh, I don't have very many movies in my collection. <laughs> Are we gonna edit that out? No. We're all not. right, you got it. Keep, <laughs> keep rolling. I'll pop in Warrior with Tom Hardy and I forget the oh Joel. Edger- Edgerton, Edgerton, yeah. Edgerton, Edgerton. Yeah, I, whatever. He's we don't great know though. His name. You're, he's great. But he's great. You're great. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I recommend that one, Kyle. Go see it. We uh, we, we should save it then. We'll talk I about will. it some other time. I it's just really saw good. a great film directed by Joel E. Um, called <laughs> <laughs> called The Gift. If you uh, oh, if you, you recommended yeah, that to me, I, did. I, gotta go I recommended see it. that. Go see it so we can do a review of it. Fantastic movie. All right, but Kyle, you mentioned you have one that you're going to right now, right? You sort of have a current yeah. crutch movie. What is it? Right, so it's kind of like you were saying you don't have one right now, but you yeah. had one in the past. This one kind of followed me for a while, and I haven't fallen back on it recently, but The Fugitive, starring Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones. Excellent. Absolutely a crutch film, and it goes back to when I was scroll- when I saw this for the first time, it was on TV, and I stopped on it, and I was like, whoa, Harrison Ford in a movie I've never seen before. i got to watch this, because I loved him from Star Wars and... Uh, and and uh, Indiana Jones, so I, I had to see it, and I watched it, and I loved it. I thought it was a really good movie. Um, so then I bought it, eventually, and it, whenever I was bored, whenever anybody was looking to watch something and everybody was arguing, I would I would recommend this movie. But if I catch it on TV, at any time I'm just flipping through channels, I'll watch it from wherever it is to the end of the film. That's how nice. much I love it. So, Do you happen to have a favorite scene from that movie? Yeah, so this is one of my favorite scenes. Um, it's right after Richard Kimball, Harrison Ford, uh, the bus overturns, he gets away, um, and one of the guards sees it happen um, and then is lying about it uh, later to Gerard. That's right. And yep. uh, they find some leg irons, and he does not take too kindly to that. So let's listen right here. Let's go. Oh, wow, gee whiz, look at here. You know, we're always fascinated when we find leg irons with no legs in them. Who held the keys, sir? Me. Where are those keys at? I don't know. 
care to revise your statements, sir? What? You want to change your bullshit story, sir? Uh, he might have got out. He might have got out. What the hell is this? A minute ago, you're telling me he's part of the wreckage. <sighs> now he might have gotten All out. All right, listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Our fugitive has been on the run for 90 minutes. Average foot speed over uneven ground bar and injuries is four miles per hour. And that gives us a radius of six miles. What I want out of each and every one of you is a hard target search of every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, henhouse, outhouse, and doghouse in that area. Checkpoints go up at 15 miles. Your fugitive's name is Dr. Richard Kimball. Go get him. Yeah, pretty intense scene. You, Tommy Lee Jones, man, I remember that. He, he handles it so well, his intensity, and he is not the guy to mess around with. You know, he, oh. He's the authority. He's got control of that site, and... It's, it's like I'm watching it for the first time again. Oh, yeah, again. phenomenal delivery. Uh, it, that's a great clip. A the, very... voice, the voice is so yeah. memorable. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, you could, you could hear that voice, and you'd recognize it anyway. Immediately. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Great. Um, Can I piggyback on you for yeah, a second? Yeah, absolutely. All right, since you're talking about The Fugitive, do we, do we classify The Fugitive as action or drama? Huh, I, I think it's more drama, because um, when you watch it, there's there's not as many like real action sequences That's in it. True, there's yeah. kind of a, a climax, you know, that builds a little bit, um, but really it's more an adventure kind of thriller um, suspense. So I, I think it falls in that thriller drama um, more so. And it's kind of a detective film, which is nice. It crosses a lot of boundaries, like we were. Um, mentioning before it's hard to balance in a good screenplay so yeah that's one of the things that i think makes it great excellent well then let me let me piggyback yeah with one that i consider i guess uh, a slowly unfolding drama with a crazy twist at the end before he flushed his career down the toilet Whoa. m night Shyamalan's oh. unbreakable you can say his name right but you can't say anybody else <laughs> <laughs> the, the craziest name in hollywood yeah. you can say right yeah okay. unbreakable. unbreakable have yeah. you seen it oh absolutely oh i love unbreakable i love it because I rank it up there with one of the greatest superhero movies, and we all know that I'm a big fan of those. And yet it's a slowly unfolding origin story. And this is back when he still had filmmaking ability. So there's certain things... <laughs> Boom! <laughs> no, there's certain things in there. Like, he, the, the colors are chosen intentionally. The, oh, yeah. the angles of the camera, everything about it is really great. The dialogue... A lot of care brought to that movie. Yeah. Um, I've taken many people to see it. I own it, the mm -hmm. actual copy, so... Get off my back, FBI, right? <laughs> no no Ecuadorian bootleg. Nope. Are you going to tell us what that means? Oh, my God. It's coming at the end of this podcast. What? Yep. You'll oh hear the origin God. story. Oh, excellent. But anyway, Unbreakable. I love that movie, Kyle. I love it. It's it's one of my it's one of my crutches. That's a great film. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy that one as well. So uh, working from that kind of genre, um, since I have some that fall into different genres, you're looking at the thriller kind of suspense mystery film. Mm -hmm. um, like I mentioned, The Fugitive kind of falls in that genre for me. But if somebody's seen The Fugitive or if uh, uh, looking for something a little bit more... Um, a little bit more mystery. I have a great film. Um, if you haven't seen it, if anybody hasn't seen it, uh, L.A. Confidential. Have you seen that? No, I have not. No. I, understand, I understand it's very good. It is Damn very it. good. In fact, it is, I would beg to say, phenomenal. Um, all the actors in the film are great. They're um, well-known. You, you'll get a good ensemble cast with this film. It's such a well-written and well-filmed noir classic, but updated. The filmmaking style is updated, so it feels contemporary while still being a very strict 
period piece to what it's talking about. Fantastic characters in the movie. Every single one of them well fleshed out. A wonderful detective film if you're looking for anything noir styled um fantastic movie if you have to see it now well this Um, this i a a question occurs to me because we haven't really said this in terms of our crutch movies yet how many times have you seen la Confidential? do you think estimated let's do ballpark estimates of each ballpark estimate okay so i'll go back to the fugitive my ballpark estimate is 3.9 bajillion <laughs> but if we're looking at uh, L.A. Confidential, I, I've seen it over ten times easily. Um, and uh, the first couple of times I saw it were on TV as well, so I, I missed out on a lot of it. But um, great movie. Yeah, I've seen it a, a, over ten times for sure. Excellent. I what going, about back, you? going back on mine, Warrior, I've probably watched. It's a recent movie. It came yeah, out just a few just years ago. Years just a couple ago. years ago. Yeah. But I would say I'm probably at eight to ten times. Wow, yeah. Um, the bootleg still works. <laughs> They have lasting power. Um, unbreakable, ooh, unbreakable, probably maybe close to 20. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I've only seen that one a couple of times, but I, I really enjoyed it. Something I found that's interesting is how much I enjoy a movie or how much or how great I think it is, how well made, how um, where it stands in the test of time mm-hmm. does not correlate to how many times I've seen it. Because there are a couple amazing films that I have seen once and um, I don't necessarily want to watch again. Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't necessarily an enjoyable, entertaining popcorn flick that if I'm home alone on a Friday night, I'm going to pop in the VCR if those still exist. <laughs> <laughs> pop it in the Betamax. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Okay, so let's move right, let's on. Going, uh, yeah. You mentioned that you've got a, um, a horror Halloween uh Film. You watch Halloween on Halloween. Yeah, I have two other horror ones. Yeah, I was that, wondering if you had any other horror films. Um, here's one I've mentioned before on a podcast, so I'll just say it quickly because we're trying to not, you know, one of our listener mails recently was, you can't talk about the same movies all the time, right? <laughs> that uh, was the, exactly how they said it. Yeah, too. Andrea. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, you know who you are. The Ring. All right, I mentioned that once already. Mm-hmm. That, ooh, was that a crutch movie for me? That it's movie is one. great. Uh, so let's skip that one too and go to another one. I thought Scream was an excellent Scream horror movie. Scream is an excellent horror movie. And a good couple to Scream is Scream 2. If you haven't seen it, Scream 2, Scream 2 uh, picks up where the first one left off and continues to innovate in the way that Scream did with really good satire um, of the genre. So if you, have you seen Scream 2? I have. You, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah, got, the original so good. Yeah, I got taken. My cousin Joe took me to Scream 1. He insisted one day so that... You haven't seen this yet? Yo, we got to go see it. All right. You know, like a teen slasher movie. I, <laughs> I was at the point, like, I don't need to see it. But he dragged me to it, and man, was it good. And then I proceeded to drag people to it, and it becomes a great date movie because it has so many, oh, yeah. you know, jump moments and or whatever, whatever the fuck you call those, right? Yeah, uh, jump scares. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the humor and the, yeah, the tongue in cheek. Oh, it's really oh, great. It's, Scream it's is so great. good. Yeah. And on that note as well um horror films that's what i was going to ask you if you had a crutch horror film are really fun to watch when you got a group of friends Mm -hmm. around and and somebody's like oh let's watch a horror film nobody can decide on what to watch um yes so i was figuring you had scream is a good one to pull out of your pocket i have two and it depends on the situation as well like i was talking about i've got kind of a comedy horror and i've got the horror film that like turned me white and almost killed me um (laughs) So I'll start with that one, uh, which I introduced all my friends to, and they hated hated me for it. They loved the movie, but they wanted to kill me. Um, and that is Dot Rec, R-E-C. 
judging by your facial reaction, I'm guessing you haven't seen this. No, before. I think I have. It's oh. it's a, f a found footage style, yeah. right? Uh -huh. But why'd you say dot rec? Because uh, that's the way that it. It's oh, because like, it's the, the little red, record little icon. Recording button, yeah. No, I liked it. Yep, go go. Oh keep yeah, no, it's yeah. fantastic. I've we, seen we can it. I've seen dialogue it. about this, but it is such a suspenseful build to a fantastic twist at the end of the movie, but throughout the scenes due to the found footage nature of it and this was before this got really out of control yeah this is this is one of the earlier ones yeah. this is not paranormal activity there's, right? yeah there's garbage found footage just being cranked out now because it's easy to film right you don't have to light too many things and you you just walk around with a camera and you're all good to go yep not too much fantastic cinematography goes into this but when you have something as complicated as the setting of this location which takes place in an apartment building mm -hmm. um and I should mention this is a foreign film. So this is um, filmed and uh, in Barcelona, and they are speaking. Uh, I think they're actually just speaking Spanish. They're not speaking Catalan during the film. Maybe they are. I don't uh, know. I don't remember it very well. Um, but there's subtitles. But it's oh, and that even adds to the creepiness. If you're not a native Spanish speaker, you don't have that that language background. Um, oh my gosh, just watching it and trying to keep up with the dialogue that's going on, and being out of your element, brought into that world. And I'm not going to reveal really any more about it because if you haven't seen it, you should see it and be surprised. But it is one of my favorite horror films. It has fantastic, not cheap jump scares. Nothing that's you're expecting or that's you're like, oh, that was unfair. You know, it's right. it's very real, built into the plot, suspense. Um, and the last five minutes took my breath away and almost killed me. I couldn't <laughs> breathe. When when the film finished up, uh, all my friends in the room looked around and were like, yeah, who? Who brought this movie to uh to scary movie night? Oh, Kyle. Kyle? Yeah. Fuck you, Kyle. <gasps> <laughs> and that was their that was their reaction to the movie. Whoa, so, yeah. wait a minute. First of all, two things. Number I'm quoting there, James. Oh, well, let me let me Excuse say this. Me. Number one, for the first time for the first time ever, we're being respectful right. of the listeners. Respectful in that we're not giving away the spoilers. Yeah, absolutely, yes. We actually feel they not earned that one. And number two, no, that doesn't count. That's not your first ever curse. That doesn't count. No, oh, I think well, it is. Oh yeah, well it doesn't count. Well, you're count quoting somebody. Quote. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I almost, all right. I almost all right, got right. you. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it going. What okay, else? Okay. So then my other one is the comedy horror genre, and this film is called Bubba Hotep. Have you seen Bubba Hotep, James? I have no idea. What oh this could man. Even possibly. Okay, mean. I'm gonna sum it up in just a short sentence here. <clears throat> Elvis Presley. And John F. Kennedy live in a retirement home and fight a mummy for their souls. That's all you get. This is, a, is this a movie that you made? <laughs> this is not a movie I made. Good God. Elvis Presley and John F. Kennedy are in a retirement home and they have to fight an ancient mummy to save the souls of themselves and everyone in their rest home. This... I have, sounds I'm stunned. I have no so stupid. And when I read it, I thought that it sounded so stupid. Do you know who Bruce Campbell is? No. Bruce Campbell <laughs> is a fantastic actor, um, mostly B-list, but um, oh man, does he uh, Evil Dead? Have you seen Evil yeah, Dead? Yeah, 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 he's the lead guy in Evil Dead. Um, oh, if just see the movie and you'll thank me later. But it's amazing. You would love it. Well, you know, just by you stating the title of this movie, you might have registered your second bad word. <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> We're going to have to look that one up. Look it up at home, folks. See it. Never heard of it. I promise you'll enjoy it. All right, Kyle. Next what, up. What, what genre are we going to go to next? I don't what know. Do what do you got? Why don't we do comedy? Comedy. That's a good one. I people are always really looking loud, for a good I? comedy. No. I apologize fine. if people... No, you got excited. I did. Anyway, um, <laughs> I got I got two okay. on my comedy. And, and again, um, I could go with the ones you've heard us say many, many times before on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, Come to America. Yeah, we don't know anything. We only watched 10 movies between the two of us. Nope, I got two fresh ones. First one, Swingers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that fun. was that was a fun uh, go-to slash crutch movie when you know I was studying in college and you're getting ready to go out with your friends and you want to get hyped for the night, you know. And absolutely, you want to build up your nerve to talk to girls and do whatever you got to do for the evening, right? <laughs> and so you watch them stumble their way through it, or in the case oh, of Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn. Did Vince you hear Vaughn. that? <laughs> you have screwed up. I think ninety five. Did you hear that? Vince Vaughn. Everybody's name we've said on the show. <laughs> All right. What about Vin- what do you think about Vince Vaughn? What do I think about him? Well, uh, you know, you have to apologize for me. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. We we love you. You're great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's it's a it's a fun movie. It's really funny. It's actually well done. Low budget, sort of achieved cult status. Is that after John the fact. Favreau, is he in that as yes, well? Yeah, yes, that's, a, that's a good movie. Yep, he was it. Um, um, the other one. My other one, believe it or not, was Clerks Two. Oh yeah, Clerks Two. Um, why the, when I got Clerks Two, uh, Doll Bootleg from Ecuador, it was, yeah, I know another one. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was. It face. was like uh, the first movie I'd bought in a really wi- a, a long time, and I thought, you know, this is interesting. I saw the first one. The first one's great. You know, mm-hmm. the first Clerks is great. I wonder how they did in the follow up. I found out about the follow up like years after it was made. Yeah. Even. I said, oh my goodness, they made a sequel to that mm-hmm. classic original. Fine, let me check it out. And because it was the only comedy I had in my collection for a long while, and it was, um, it was something to just fall back on. It was a crutch movie, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. so I watched it. It has like fun soundtrack moments yeah. where they dance around to ABC mm-hmm. and all that shit, right? Um, and it has a very satisfying ending, actually. It does. Yeah. It, it, it it has a good wrap up. Um, yeah. That's one of your irreverent comedies if, mm-hmm. if you're into mm-hmm. into that uh, genre. There. Oh, and Kylie insults the shit out of the Lord of the Rings. How oh, do you feel yeah. about that? Uh, oh boy, mm, just yeah. the walking trees no, and see. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah all right anyway. um no that's a yeah that's a good those are some good choices um what as far got? as comedies go for me um i've already mentioned this before but the burbs is my fallback it kind of falls into that that, the burbs. that comedy uh <laughs> early tom hanks vein and i just uh it, endlessly quotable um <laughs> i it's just so good uh i quote the burbs and bubba hotep in my own life probably more than i say things that come out of my own brain so (laughs) (laughs) that's including all the words i'm spending in these podcasts as well oh so it's a lot of quotations um i want to talk about another movie that uh i've seen kind of recently that i've been recommending to people um it's a thinky movie um you got to be in in really the right mood to enjoy it um by a guy named don hertzfeld who is a really good artist um a lot of people know his commercial work he does a lot of um just really basic sketches on paper, um, but he does a fantastic job putting together three of his short films into this compilation called It's Such a Beautiful Day, and this was on Netflix recently, and I stumbled upon it because I love watching um, stop-motion animation, and I love watching that kind of hand-drawn animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he incorporates so many different animation techniques into the film um, it's not necessarily going to make you feel fantastic when you walk away from it. Uh, it's got kind of like a dark tone, dark kind of comedic and really introspective tone to it. Um, but it's a really good movie if you like art. 
Um, and if you enjoy something that's a little bit out of left field and you want to think about something for a while. So that's something I watched and then I was recommending to people and they were like, why did you make me watch that? Now I'm bummed out. And I was like, no, but didn't it, you know, make you think about so many things? And uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it and it, wow. it had a lasting impression on me. So I, I'd recommend it. You've but... given us another one we have to look up. Yeah. yeah. Bubba Hotep and it's such a beautiful <laughs> day. I'm sure one of those guys would be happy to be in league with the other and the other one would probably be sad I mentioned both those titles <laughs> in the same breath. But who knows? Who knows? Um, okay. Give us uh, right. anything else. You anything think? else. Any other yeah. crutch films gonna, you can gonna, think of. We're going to bounce around this here. This has become the... like our crutch recommendations for people. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Hey, Which yeah, that's what a crutch a... movie is. You know, it helps us, keeps us on our Feet, we're so, trustworthy yeah. sources, right? We are, right. right I'm going to bounce around a little bit. I want to okay. mention one movie real quick because yeah. we've mentioned before and, again, trying to eliminate overlap. But I once had a crutch movie imposed on me. You ever have somebody have their crutch movie and they impose it on you? Yeah. This happened to me with Titanic, as you know, mm. way back in one of the podcasts. Yeah. I, I quickly snuck it in there that <laughs> during our, what was it, top 20 and 20 minutes review. The yeah, fast something forward, like that, right. I said, oh, this girl made me watch it like every fucking weekend, Titanic. Kyle, Titanic's on your list? It's on my list as well. It's my... Uh, it's my feel-good uh, romance film to fall back on where, you know, I don't know. It's, that makes me feel sad to even think about it. But, yeah, I enjoy that movie. I think it's a, I think it's a good movie. Well, and it's like I said. I've, I've had it ruined for me. It's, yeah, it's a sure. great movie, but, right. oh, boy. I'm Moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm going to drop one okay. on the table here and let me know what you think about it. Uh-huh. This is when I was um, a younger man, like late teens, and, boy, <laughs> was this action-slash-sci-fi movie did it get me hype. And I'm going to mention it for two reasons. One... It did make get me hype. And two, in case you're wondering what Kyle looks like, um, if you've ever seen Starship Troopers, (laughs) yep, Starship Troopers. I love that fucking movie. movie. Starship Troopers, uh, based on the book by Heinlein. And I've Mm -hmm. read the book, and the book is outstanding, right? Mm -hmm. And the movie is very much a Robocop. It's made by the guy. Yeah, same guy. It's very, very uh, tongue in cheeks. Oh yeah, um, it's it's, it's self aware of blatant of satire yeah. of the political system. But man, is that an awesome movie! And again, oh, why is. do I bring it up? Because Kyle looks like Johnny Rico. <laughs> I swear to God. Anyway, Kyle, Starship Troopers for me. I had the VHS tape. was a, was a crutch movie. Starship I loved it. Troopers, what do you think? I think it's dismissed a lot as a um, just a blatant action movie. Um, Ooh, it's not by people that maybe haven't seen it or have seen bits of it on TV and everything. But it is a biting satire, oh, yeah. and it's it's a really strong script and really strong ideas built into it. Um, Paul Verhoeven, that's his name, yes. uh, the director. Um, mm-hmm. He has great care involved in taking things that seem outlandish and giving them um, really good motive. So that's a fantastic movie um, for anybody that hasn't seen that. Yeah. A crutch film of yours is well, interesting. Not anymore, not so yeah. much anymore. I haven't seen it in a long time because they started cranking out sequels. Yeah, it and... wears you down too yeah, yeah. after you've seen it a couple times. So. His, <laughs> a lot of guts. Yeah, his his bleak outlook on our, our existence uh, yeah. can, can bum you down. <laughs> okay, so we've gone through a lot of these, James. I think we've definitively, besides the ones that we say all the time, you know, I love watching Star Wars. I watch it. Every Christmas, I sit through all um, three, and there's no other ones, um, Star Wars films. <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll watch those and watch other films that I mentioned um, before. Right. But you have been mentioning for the longest time all of these bootlegs and crutch <laughs> films and everything. And you said you had an original crutch film that yes. spawned the term crutch film our go-to film so so explain the origin of the crutch film and give us some insight here man okay we I'm need gonna, it come I'm, on i'm gonna take us home with take this us one. home okay a lot of things are about to make sense Kyle. okay a it's all gonna things. fall into place yeah. 
Okay, crutch movie. I coined the term. Why? Because a few years ago, Kyle and our listeners, I did the Peace Corps. Okay? And I did my Peace Corps service in Ecuador. And now you know the origin, all of our listeners and Kyle too, I know it's been killing you, right? Of the dollar bootleg movie from Ecuador. That's where I got them all from. All right, but what, what does that have to do with crutch movies? Well... Um, if you've ever done the Peace Corps, which, hey, maybe out there you have. I don't know. But anyway. I have not done the Peace Corps myself. <laughs> All right. What happens is, if you can imagine, you know, come with me on a journey, Kyle. I, I love doing this, right? We've been I'm in time, coming. We've been in time machines on this podcast. I'm coming, Annie Am. All right. Um, imagine going to a place like um, Ecuador, uh, uh, the regions that you're sent to in the Peace Corps. Imagine the Peace Corps experience, what they typically pitch it to you as, right? You go days without speaking English, right? You are living in tough conditions, whether it's the food, uh. Uh, whether it's your house. Uh. I happened to live in an area that was incredibly, let's just say, socioeconomically challenged. Huh. So you, I'm setting the scene here, right? Huh. Um, so sometimes you <laughs> look forward, yeah, you look forward to something that's familiar. Yeah. Right? Your world right. is very much different from what you were accustomed to and oh, comfortable yeah. with. You've just been taken out of your element completely. Exactly. Your whole world has changed, and now you're looking for something perhaps to center you mm-hmm. or to bring you back in, and just an escape, something you can fall back on that you enjoy and is not the, the grind that can be your Peace Corps experience sometimes. The place that I, li- I lived and worked in was experiencing a drought. And it hadn't rained. Much in... like the place we're living and working in right yeah. now. Oh, boy. Hey, come to sunny California. <laughs> I'm starting to see what's going on. It you never rains it. in Northern California, right? <laughs> anyway, it hadn't rained in many months at my Peace Corps site. And I don't know about you, but to me, a rainy day is an excuse to stay inside sometimes. Oh, I love rainy days. And take Midwest. The day... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take the day off from whatever you're going to do, wrap yourself up, mm-hmm. and watch a movie. Absolutely. Now, I had been dying to watch a movie for weeks, and yet I, I had no excuse. It wasn't raining. I had no reason to stay inside. The expectation that I put on myself during my Peace Corps service was get out there every day, help the community, do work, do work, do work. I never once like had that moment of just staying inside and, screw it, I'm, doing, I'm having a change day. <laughs> no, no, I need an excuse. I need like the elements to tell me, all right, it's okay to stay in today. <laughs> and it never came, Kyle. Oh. And here's, here's the crutch movie. I was dying for having, I was dying to have one of those days because I found a dollar bootleg copy of, and here's the original crutch movie, the original crutch movie. Drum roll. The Matrix Reloaded. (laughs) Now, is this the greatest movie of all time? No. No. It's not even the best movie of that trilogy. Not even close. Not even close. (laughs) But there was just something about this movie. Oh, that's hilarious. I I spotted it. So Hollywood, yeah. I spotted it. I said, if I could just sit and watch that movie, because it's long, too. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll be happy because it's something I've already seen before. It'll put me in a familiar spot. I'll listen to English. Um, I won't have to work. I won't have to face the depressing situations that I faced every single day. God damn it. If I could just sit down and watch The Matrix Reloaded, it will reload my batteries. Whoa, hey, how about that? How could uh... um, I just I didn't plan that, by the way. They just came out right there. Um, okay, one day, Kyle, it rained. Oh. It was like a goddamn miracle from the, from the fucking heavens. And I said, yes. And I took the movie and I was living with a family of like 13 people, you know. Wow. And I said, I got to try to sneak away in this somehow two-room house. I don't know how <laughs> I'm going to do this. And watch The Matrix Reloaded. I sort of uh, borrowed haha, their DVD player and <laughs> snuck away and borrowed their TV. 
and I tried my best to sit in, in secret, watch The Matrix Reloaded with nobody else. Like 30 minutes into the movie, I'm happy as hell. Kids burst in, they're jumping up and down on my bed now. Movie done. Done. And so now for weeks, I was like, God damn it. I just want to watch that movie. I just want to watch that movie. Can I please? Can Nobody I please? in history has been that desperate, desperate. to watch The Matrix <laughs> Reloaded, <laughs> right? Holy shit. Um, and so it took me months later until I finally got oh, to man. watch that movie uninterrupted because after a while in the Peace Corps, you're allowed to move out on your own. You spend a certain amount of time with a host family. The rules have probably changed to them, but when I was in it, that's what you had to do. You have to live with your host family for a determined amount of time. After that, you seek permission to go live on your own. Yeah. And when I got the permission to live on my own for various reasons, I you bet your ass that I went out <laughs> and got my own copy of The Matrix Reloaded, which I still have, and I watched it, and I was so happy it brought me back to whatever, like a happy place. It centered me, and I was recharged. I was reloaded, and I went back out to saving the world in my Peace Corps duty. That, my friends, I understand it's a long story. Thank you for dealing with me. But that is the origin of not only the Ecuadorian dollar bootleg, wow. right? My first ever bootleg purchase in Ecuador for a dollar, major reloaded, <laughs> but it's also the origin story for Crutch Movies. What do you think, Kyle? I think that that was fantastic. Oof. We, get to know you time, right? solved. Some uh, some very interesting insight mm -hmm. in your uh, your life and experience there. Um, fantastic, yeah. And I think that's what it boils down to. You know, these crutch films are not only just things that we like watching, but they're things that have a connection to us in a very personal and special way, and you know, can bring center to a, a hard day or mm -hmm. a very hard uh, life existence for a while. So yeah, it's very uh, it's interesting. So crutch films have been well-defined by a Peace Corps <laughs> experience. <laughs> They've been battle-tested, and uh, and I'm sure that you have your own as well. So that brings us to the end of our podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe to us on uh, YouTube at uh, um, Kyle Foster Arts channel. Uh, you can find us Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. You can also find us on iTunes, Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. Maybe where you're hearing us right now. Yeah. Ooh, and uh, send us some listener mail. Do you have crutch movies? Listener mail. I'm do you sure have a, you've got Do you have films. opinions on some of our crutch movies? Yeah. Let us know. Send us an email. Send us a vo uh, a recorded voice message. Whatever. Yeah. We'll get you on we'll get you on the air. Anything. Loud on the set at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Leave us some likes and comments. And uh, find these crutch films. Watch them yourself. Let us know what they are so we can have some new ones and uh, enjoy. See you later. We did it! <laughs> <laughs> the bootleg mystery solved. Yeah, oh my god. And cut!